I'm not going to change somebody else's mind because they're entrenched in their scenario. They're not going to change my mind because I'm an educated guy who studies and I believe what I believe based on facts that I have. So it's a waste of time and energy to go out there on social media and say, I love Trump. I hate Trump. Hello, my friend, and welcome to this Business Monday episode of A Call to Leadership. I'm Dr. Nate Sala, your host. So glad you're here. This is part three of a three-part series on leadership in business when it comes to branding, when it comes to sporting controversies. And of course, this last one is on Divided We Stand. If you haven't listened to the first two, which are episode 118 and 121, I would encourage you to listen. Go back and listen to those first because they lay a foundation for this third episode, which is so important to hear those first. And this one especially is important as we talk about the political landscape, how we divided we are, and perhaps ways that we can overcome our obstacles and find common ground and a common cause. I can't wait for you to listen in. I'm Dr. Nate Sala, and this is A Call to Leadership. There's certain things that define people, Right. For some, it's faith. For some, it's entrepreneurship. Maybe it's leadership. You could tell the messages are different. You hear these speakers and some of the messages, some of them are very leadership, entrepreneurship focused, nothing from a faith in God perspective. It's all just, this is what we're talking about, right? You have others, big guys who are talking about faith, God, leadership. So it's like, so the consumer, myself, who was listening, right? You have to be mature enough also to accept those things that you may or may not agree with necessarily for yourself, but still get the value out of what someone's telling you. And it's okay that you don't agree on everything, Mm -hmm. right? And that's where another problem in lies with consumers and Americans in general. If we don't agree, it's like a big deal. Like we all have to agree. You're either for me or against me, right? There's no middle ground. You're either for me or against me. So it's like, I feel like 15 years ago, you could be of a different faith or a different political stand, you know, you could have conversations and it wasn't like, it wasn't like a separation. You know what I mean? It wasn't like an immediate separation. I believe right now it's not just politics, it's faith, it's whatever it may be. Once we start disagreeing on where our viewpoints of the world and our lives immediately start getting pigeonholed immediately in the conversation. And what's crazy is like, and people miss out on relationships like the three of us have different ethnicities different religions different politics a lot of times you know what i mean like we have so much we disagree like just so everybody knows out there like we don't (laughs) right like i think sometimes like but we're not we're not the same we have different faiths we have different political stands like i take some pretty hard stands on certain things you're maybe a little softer and more passionate about others yep but we guess what man we We all still love each other we're still we still we still got each other's back absolutely doesn't it's like, oh, it man, doesn't Travis. matter, right? Does it like, matter that we have different religions? It doesn't matter. We have different experiences where we came from, right? Like we're from different socioeconomic standpoints, but we are forged this relationship before any of this stuff mattered, was a thing, right? It was, hey, you're into business. I'm into business. You know we're, what I mean? We're like, motivated. We're, we're motivated. Let's like, do this. Let's, yeah. let's come together and yeah. focus on making money. What a business is supposed to do make money i will tell you that some of it's generational too yeah our generation next generation like it's generally i'm sure there's and people hate that if you're a part of that generation but there's a generational 
you know, we have different perspectives, which is fine, you know, but some of them bad and good, right? But look, um, I think there are some pluses, right? Like I'm glad my kids don't have to worry about getting bullied in school, yeah, right? Because cool. they talk yeah. about that. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. that's awesome, right? I think it's great that my daughter has the same access to do anything in the world that she 100%. wants to do that my son wants to do, right? That's like, amazing. I think it's great. That is better for sure. But there's downsides to it as well. And that's why I just think, I keep pulling it back to the business because at the end of the day, right? Like your business needs to have the most mass appeal it possibly can to be successful, right? Like mm-hmm. a new business, you can't just say, you know what? I'm only going to target three out of 10 people. That makes it really, really hard. You can do it and maybe you can be successful. But if you come in and you say, I want to target eight out of 10, you just have a better chance of being successful. And you're starting that business as most people do to make money, right? To provide for your family. You want to have the largest mass appeal so that you have the largest chances of success. 100%. And when companies do stuff like this, all they're doing is they're limiting their ability to be successful. This is what I think is really important for entrepreneurs. Even Budweiser, right? Even right. Anheuser-Busch can screw this up. As an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, you have to know exactly who your ideal customer is. You've got to understand what their values are and you've got to speak to those values, right? Like, because otherwise, if you get off track, even being Bud Light and being a billion dollar company that's been around for 150 years, you will lose customers quick. It takes a lot of bravado and arrogance to go out on a limb like that. And as entrepreneurs, we can't live in that space. No. We have to live in a space that has a sincere meekness, if you will. And meekness isn't weakness. It's just power under control that's focused and remembers that people do business with people who believe what they believe. Yes. And that's a foundational thing. In other words, hey, this is the direction I'm going. We have common interests, right? Right. There could be some fray stuff. You don't have to talk about that stuff like we're talking about, right? The politics in my business rarely comes up. It comes up every so often. And I'm extremely discerning oh, 100%. on those conversations. Yeah, I've And it's that. because this isn't the lane we're in. We're in the lane for me to help you solve this problem. If there's some common interest politically, or perhaps not, I can have a very mature conversation that is with extreme trepidation because that will take us right off the rails, just mm-hmm. like with Bud Light. So from a fiscally conservative perspective, I've had some conversations with clients about government aid. But it's related to taxes. Mm -hmm. And I've said, I'd like you to consider that perhaps some of the government aid you receive may be hindering your desire to achieve more. If your income is between, you know, 13,000 and 22,000, you get maximum credits, right? It's like, okay, that's good, right? But that's good now. Perhaps if in the future you earn more money, you're going to less credits. But if we can get you to where you can earn 50, 60, 100,000, you'll forget about the two or three grand credits, Mm -hmm. right? But I steer away from the political aspect it's not of right that or conversation. Wrong. You're not labeling it right or wrong that this person is receiving that, right? You're just saying, here, strategically, let's look at this to see how you can maximize your revenue. From an option perspective in the future, where do you want to be? If you want to be here for the rest of your life, okay, that's cool. fine. It's right. your decision. Yeah. But you have opportunities. Don't allow that to be blindfold for you to do your very best in terms of earning potential, right? But I steer away from... Well, if you weren't a whatever, (laughs) you know, if you weren't a Democrat, if you weren't a Republican, if you didn't vote for this person, right? Because what that does is it sends a very confusing message like, wait a second, this isn't what we're supposed to be talking about. This isn't on social media a lot. Like I'll have like, I'm going to give a specific, I'm not going to say specifically who it is, but a situation, right? This person goes online 
and just rants about conservatives and Trump like every day, right? Successful pilot like for a major airline, but he just has to like constantly, right? Ironic part about it, he moved to Texas. Probably a lot of benefits to move to Texas, right? But it's constant, right? And it's like in my face all the time and it's constant like I could interact, but of course I won't. But I see that and I'm like, how does that represent you? How does that represent people who maybe think differently than you that you're friends with? As much as I believe certain things and I believe a certain way, some of the people I love the absolute most in my life are liberal Democrats. I love them to death. They're my fan. I mean, I love them to death. Come from two parents that are, you know what I mean? But I can separate that in not a malicious way. But like when you're constantly attacking via social media, via things like that, and you're constantly in the, you're in the cycle of crap mm-hmm. all day long. What do you want to get out of that? Like, are you just waiting? Are you trying to pull someone in to interact and argue with you on a point that you're probably not going to change or they're not going to change? Like, you're not changing anyone's perspectives, right? A thousand percent agree. So it's like, I have to have a real comfortable space to have this interaction with somebody of like a debate on things, right? I feel comfortable with that person. feel like they're mature enough to handle this dialogue with me. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is, is most people can't that I've seen. No, they can't. They can't. And- it's a right and wrong thing. It's I'm bad, good thing. Like you're bad, I'm good. We're just all divisive. It's tribal politics, right? I think it's just it's just very tribal. And like, not that anybody out there can go look at my social media because I have everything set to private. But if you were able to, I am the most boring person because I don't ever give you my opinion, right? Like, because so that's my so personal same, brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my personal brand is- My personal brand. I yeah. don't care. And so- yeah. You'll scan through and you may see a couple of pictures of my family on vacation, right? Like something that's happened in a good way, but you're never going to see me go on some rant. And I have very, very strong opinions on every single topic. I know you do. But I'm not do. going to change somebody else's mind because they're entrenched in their scenario. They're not going to change my mind mm-hmm. because I'm an educated guy who believe studies and I yeah. believe what I believe based on facts that I have. And so- it's a waste of time and energy to go out there on social media and say, I love Trump. I hate Trump. Who cares? Plus, it's not the business you're it's in. Not the business so you I'm know in. what business you're in, right. right? Now, if you were a political commentator Different or story. if you were base was antagonizing and it was all, you know, the attacking and negative, you're obviously not this individual's ideal client avatar, right? And you know who that is. Then they send all these different messages that confuse their end user through. And same for me. I don't do anything political online. And it's because that's not cohesive with my message for my end user who is going to identify with you get me. Yeah. Yeah. Your personal brand and a company's brand is two different things. So like here in this interaction, we're talking about some pretty hot topics, right? So there's going to be opinions, but you don't see me. I'm not taking this opinion going straight to Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and being like, Hey, you know, and let's try to get a reaction out of everybody. I don't think trans men should participate in women's sports. Yeah. What do you think is going to (laughs) happen? Like you're alienating. You're going to get 500 likes and 500 comments about what a bigot you are. You know what I mean? Like it's pointless. And I think that your personal brand must stand for something at the end of the day. So we all have to have values and, we talk about our values here. People may not share the same, but at the end of the day, it's okay. Can we, we respect one another? I think to, that's the big question. That's right? a good question. I mean, man. we can. We can. 
we have different values. Yeah. We have obviously some are common. We wouldn't be together if we didn't have common interests. But we have different ones that we can respect. Yeah. And respecting doesn't necessarily mean I agree. It just means that you have a different perspective than I do. Unless your perspective is hurting people. I mean, you know what? I could be wrong. The one thing that I'm 100% sure of is that I could be wrong about everything. Now you say, Nate, that's a wild statement, right? But that statement to me is an assurity that I can have meaningful dialogue with somebody because today I'm different than I was 10 years ago. I have different opinions, different values. Yeah, there's certainly a core. But at the same time, I'm willing to slowly learn and change based on someone else's new information they give me that helps me to live a better life, Mm -hmm. right? And so when we do that in a way that's discerning, when we do that in a way that's judicious, and we do that in a way that's responsible from a business perspective, then people can trust us more, right? But when we go out and we completely just drop a bomb that's the antithesis of our relationship, right? expect there to be some damage. And so as entrepreneurs, as business people, as members of whether a small, medium, or large-sized businesses, obviously this is the clear message. The clear message is have the discernment to really identify, is everything I communicate consistent with my desired end goal to serve those who I am obligated to? My stakeholder, my customer, my employee, my supplier. I mean, this will ripple, like you said, Travis, right? It's already rippling. I mean, how many suppliers now are stuck with beer they can't sell? Right. I hate to say it. There's a reason why, I mean, you talk about you know, they always say like we're a secular <laughs> nation, you know, and you could agree or disagree, right? But there's a reason why we're secular. I think this is part of the we're all different. We all come from different backgrounds, they have different religions. We don't want any specific agenda pushed on us, whether it's faith based or it's non faith based, you don't believe in anything, right? Or it's agenda based like this stuff, social issues like leave me alone. Go to church on Sunday, go to the mosque on Friday. Like, don't believe in anything. Think I'm crazy or for believing in something, right? That's fine. That's what this nation was built on, people who are different. Yep. And that's okay, but why does my beliefs, why do we have to agree and why do we have to push what we think and believe onto others? Why is that, like, a thing now? I feel like it's a thing now. I feel like that is a thing now. Well, it used to be, right, like my grandparents, you know, would always say, you don't talk about politics or money. Right. Is it money or, or religion? In religion, yeah. right? Those three things, yeah. right? You just don't talk about, right? You don't talk about it with your friends. You don't tell people how much money you make. Unless you grew up you as a Middle Eastern immigrant and <laughs> you're drinking coffee in the family room. I mean, different story, <laughs> right? But I'm saying like <laughs> yeah, amongst friends, yeah. those were the three topics that were just kind of taboo. And it was societal. You don't talk about those Dave things. Dave Chappelle's skit, right? He right. would say, they say, you know, some guy was asking who he voted for. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, hold on a right. second. We're not going to talk about that. Never right. ask me that. And there's a reason why I think that was set up like that. And that was kind of the social taboo is because those things are personal and they will cause conflict. Yeah. If we look at right now, if you took out religion, finances, or politics, if you took that out of social media, Would you lose 70% of the posts that are out there? 80% of the posts that are out there? I mean, we go back to seeing like my aunt sharing pictures of her dog. You know what I mean? Like, and so I think we've crossed over with different lines that you watch news. That's all I watch is news. Uh, That's literally all I watch. I watch any, I don't watch any news. And it's crazy to see the agendas changing. Right. So like, for example, 
I've watched CNN is kind of the default, right? Sure. And I totally get that it's more of a left. I'm not going to attack you. No, bro. I know, but I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm, saying, to, I'm saying to everybody <laughs> there's else There's a there. difference there. Right? <laughs> right, right. There's a difference there, you know? <laughs> but it's funny to watch them right now, right? Like, I mean, they were doing well underneath Trump because everything was against Trump. You sure. know what I mean? And so they had this huge kind of base and they have completely you know, lost ratings and there's been massive turnover with their hosts and stuff like that. And now they're trying to kind of thread this needle where they're not trying to alienate their left leaning subscribers, but they're trying to pick up more middle and right wing. Right. And so for example, they had Trump on last night and he did a town hall. Oh, did they really? Yeah. So they did did a town hall. Shows how much I, right. Shows how much I, and I think I watched it and you could tell that the reporter was definitely trying to hammer Trump on a lot of different topics. Right. I have no problem with saying this. Like I haven't always been like the biggest Trump fan. Right. He demolished them. Me either. He demolished CNN on CNN. Right. I mean, he was in New Hampshire. It was a very friendly crowd for Trump. And now what so he was doing. on a CNN town hall. Yes. It's the first time he's been on CNN. First time he's been on CNN since 2016. Right. And CNN today is they would have never did that rambling. You don't know. They wouldn't have done it. Right. Yeah, but they're it's, trying to they're, change. some of their hosts, their minds are like blown. And so I got on Twitter last night and it's just like, there's this huge revolt for very liberal people who are like done with CNN because they gave him a platform yeah. you know they say you're platforming hate and like aoc came out and, and had a huge speech on i mean it's like it's a thing right now right and what's happening is cnn is trying to they're going to go out of business if they don't right they have to capture more market share so they're being forced into this scenario where they have to appeal to both sides but they're having massive blowback right now right and it's not like there's going to be a bunch of Republicans or conservatives are going to say, you know what? I'm going to start watching CNN right now. You know what I mean? Because it's been baked in from Clinton yeah. News Network since I was a kid, right. right? Like CNN's liberal. And so you have these companies that are trying, but it's too late. You know what I mean? Because like you said, they've been taking people down a road for 40 years now. And now all of a sudden you're trying to kind of change that a little bit. And it's just, it's not. But, but to me, I kind of look at that as a positive thing right because who'd have thought trump would be on cnn so to me that's growth whether you disagree or hate him or whatever it may be that shows that you're willing to like go to this extreme to the other side and not just talk to your viewers all day long in an echo chamber the problem with change is it has to be vision casted far in advance it has to be explained why it has to make sense to your user for them to go in that direction this trump thing for example for cnn months and months ago, would have had to have baked in a new message to say, look, we're clearly not Trump's favorite news organization. We're clearly not going to get everyone who watches CNN to love our hosting Trump on an event. But that's not your job. Let me finish. Let me finish. But what we're going to do is we're going to show all the sides, even if we don't agree with them. And as our user, as our listener, we want you to tell us how you feel about this candidate after we air this program. In other words, you're giving them permission to be a part of this conversation. And yes, you'll still get pushback. However, what you're doing is you're sending a message to say you're a part of this conversation. The only reason why we're doing this is because we want you to see that we are not simply 
closing the door on the possibility for us to understand where this person stands, even though we don't agree with it. They used to have a great show called Crossfire. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. So my dad, who hates CNN, used to watch this. And it was two Republicans and two Democrats, right? Two conservatives, two liberals. And they would they would have something there and they would debate it. And yeah, it would get kind of fiery sometimes. And you have some people who are a little more fiery than others. But at the end of the day, nobody fought. It wasn't personal attacks. It was just debating the issues, you know? And I think that from a news standpoint, more of that is needed. It is. And you need to give people a reason. You have to give them an explanation and tell them why. You have to tell them why this is needed and why this is important. And I mean, there's a lot of shakeup right now in the news world, right? And I agree. This is important, Sam. You must do it. However, you have to prep your base. You have to get I'd them ready. I'd love to see Joe Biden on Fox or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seriously, why not? Yeah. That I mean, shows at least to the Americans that like, he's, especially he's, him. He's the president of America, right? He's not the president of liberal America. You know what I mean? He's everybody's president. And just like people are like, oh, Trump's never going to be my president. No, he was your president. Yes, he was. You know what I mean? Like, Whether you want to claim it or not. You don't have to respect the person. You have to respect the position. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people need to hear both sides because like you said, maybe I'm 99.999% sure I'm right. There's still a chance I'm not. If I'm right, I should welcome the opportunity right. because to you hear yes because you feel comfortable and confident in your own skin. Right. It's all right. It's okay to have differences of opinions, right? Actually, that's how we get the word communication is we exchange ideas, right? So if we can't exchange ideas, we're never really communicating. And how can you ever grow unless you make an exchange? Right? right? You've got to be confident enough to know that look, I might have different views as you, than you do. And this is, we're talking about the political thing, but I'm willing to listen to your views, which is completely different than sending a message when you're promoting a product mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, by the way, this is what hey, we stand for now. This is what we stand for now. Right. Hey, Chick-fil-A, we're coming for you next. Right. Yeah, right. Whatever. Right. 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 <laughs> the point is, is that we've got to be leaders who can understand where our relationships based on our reputation is going, how we built our brand so we can continue to move in that direction to satisfy the needs of those who we've committed to satisfying their needs. Well and that's a conversation that is fiery. It's hot. This is probably the hottest oh, yeah. episode we've had. We're going to have some interesting conversations, I'm sure, afterwards. These are real conversations. And at the same time, they're conversations that continue to evolve, right? And I'm glad we're talking about this. I'm glad we're broaching this subject in a way that is mature, and we can share our differences of opinion and values because it's a contentious time right now. And there's so many different ways people are trying to wrap their minds around what's happening in the world, and especially here in the United States, as you said, both of you, identity, right? We don't have a national identity. And who knows if that's ever coming back. Right. Nonetheless, here we are, and we navigate each and every day. Well, my friend, I am so thrilled that you joined me on this episode of A Call to Leadership. And before you go to the next episode, especially if you're binge listening, take a moment. I would love to get your honest review right here on your screen. Your feedback is so important. It helps the podcast. It encourages me and it helps me. It helps me to give you more and more and more value. So I can't wait to read your review. I can't wait to be with you on the next episode. I'm Dr. Nate Sala. This is a call to leadership.